0: Hey everybody! Want to help support the show? Well, head on over to Patreon.com/LongTimeAgoRadio. Even a dollar a month helps us keep the show going and gets you access to a bunch of exclusive content. Thanks! On with the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of a StarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by one of my favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas. Woo! Woo! We are. Woo. <laughs> um, Becky is sick, so she will not be joining us today, unfortunately. Um, and just right up front, real quick, sorry about this episode being posted late. We had just an enormous amount of scheduling conflicts last week so we didn't get to publish the episode that we wanted and uh unfortunately again due to some scheduling conflicts and some other things we're not going to do the subject that we announced last week we will do it eventually i think sometime in the next month and a half because we have some other plans uh that we've had for a long like a pretty pretty good time like amount of time set in stone that we still want to keep, you know, we want to do. And this one, it's, like, a little more flexible. We can do this at any time. So uh, we'll do the alternate force users probably sometime in mid-September, and we'll do all all of the other, like, D23 and Galaxy's Edge episodes that we were planning. Um, Because we're going to be doing... We're we're not going to be doing an episode, most likely, on the 18th, uh, which is when our next episode would be but uh it's my birthday and so i'd like to like you know celebrate my birthday um but uh we will be doing probably an episode uh in person an episode or two in person um while we're at galaxy's edge which is that week so you're still probably going to get some sort of content that the week of the 18th um just don't expect like a full normal episode you'll probably get a bunch of little like smaller episodes and maybe some like video stuff if we choose to do like uh live streams or anything from like galaxy's edge depends um
1: let's see how the white the depends on what's imperial going on. wi-fi is or because uh, Disneyland could be crazy <laughs> over there well i have unlimited data oh, so, so never we mind. can do whatever using, we want yeah, we phone? can stream
0: and <laughs> do whatever we want yeah let's do it on my that phone works. it'll be that fine right, come to come to think of it do you have one of those like i think i have one somewhere but like a like a phone charger bank or whatever oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah right? i have little, i have like, one thing? uh okay. that
1: holds four full charges plus i have another one that holds two full Ooh. charges so i am bringing those with me because okay. every single time we go to disneyland i kill my phone just yeah because there's so I, much I, to do and now the fact that they had those app games in galaxy's edge like oh my phone's gonna be oh my god i know we're gonna dying.
0: be like i'm gonna be, be i'm gonna be catching pokemon in disneyland and trying to get all this like lore and stuff right? it's gonna be nuts yeah, it's gonna be fun um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I I have one somewhere. I need to look because I bought it when we went to Chicago.
1: So it's it's probably at the bottom of my backpack if I'm being honest. Which worst case? I just yeah. need to I just need to dig around. In there. Worst case scenario, Disneyland has those power bank thingies. Oh I'm yeah, which I'm sure which they're really yeah. good for a while. You used to be able to buy one and just exchange it for you know new power for free. um But now I think they're charging like one or two dollars for that. But I'll have one, Megan, I'm going to give her a second one too. And then the extreme worst case scenario, I have a giant one that actually has enough power to jumpstart a car. So if we like really start draining (laughs) phones, we'll whip out the big battery. It's my emergency car battery, but it also has a plug for phones. Okay, awesome.
0: (laughs) Sounds good. Um, The other thing I wanted to mention is we are pretty much finalized on what's going to be in the uh i don't know if we did we talk about this last episode we hinted we at have. it i don't know if we went okay in. the pot okay i'm just gonna say it right now because we're gonna talk about it but the pogs haven't come in yet right? not yet i'm waiting to uh hear back okay okay so uh hi folks if you are doing the <laughs> five and up uh five dollars and up on patreon we have finally finalized the physical rewards that you're going to get um you are going to get some stickers that we made that we're going to be giving out at D 23 d23 we're setting a bunch of those aside you're going to get custom pog set that we designed um and those should be we ordered them and they should be coming in soon hopefully before d23 i yeah. would be very sad if they did not I'm, show up for i'm d23 hoping to have to some away. the
1: packages mailed out before d23 just so it's just done and you know you're having something come to you yeah yeah uh
0: yeah i mean we're gonna have a deadline i think once the i'm thinking here's what i'm thinking uh and this will this all might change but you know what wait we're not going to do an episode so we're gonna we're gonna have to do this officially uh the last day to um sign up for the five dollar patreon bundle to get physical stuff is august 19th that's the day we leave yes if you're not signed up by then for $5, uh, you won't get anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and all we'll announce that on social media. We'll do all that stuff. But on August 19th, that's the cutoff date. If you don't have it signed up before we leave and get on the road for barbecue and D23 and things like you're, it's not happening. Um, but that gives you like more, like two weeks of time, like over 14 days. So you should, you should be fine. And if you're going to D23, you just have to hunt us down. Just follow us on Instagram and on Twitter, which is LTA underscore radio, and we'll be announcing where we are at any given time, and you can come find us and get free pogs and stickers and all kinds of yeah,
1: cool stuff. And if you so, just happen to be there, just um, message us, too, and be like, hey, I'm on the show floor. I am on the show floor. <laughs> I am on the show floor. Where are you? And we will meet up, because people did that at uh, Comic-Con last year, and we met up with people, and they got, you know, patches and stickers, so... We're gonna be nerding out, yeah. so let's nerd out together.
0: Nerd out. Um What was the other stuff we're giving away? We are giving away trading cards, right? We have some trading got cards.
1: Trading cards. We have some little Lego That's sets right. for uh the twentieth anniversary of Lego Star Wars, you know, just the partnership. Um, the pogs, the stickers. I think there's some buttons that are gonna be just kind of sporadically tossed in there too. Uh, they're they're just gonna be fun kits. it's it's our way of saying thank you for supporting this rinky dink star wars podcast (laughs) we do it because we love it and uh we love you too so
0: anyway once again august 19th i'll remind people again at the end of the show and then i'll we'll announce it on social media um with like pictures and stuff we'll actually like post pictures of the pogs and things so you can decide if you want it uh but if, even if you don't want to and you just want to listen to the show and enjoy it, that's totally cool Yeah, we're cool just too.
1: thankful that you're listening to us so we're not just talking to yeah. no one. Even if it's, it's like, like five a, people that listen yeah. to every episode. We have a All decent right. uh actually. So those 15 actually, people it's that listen not to bad. us, thank you. <laughs> it's more than that. Hey, I was just happy with the 15. More than that, it's just like I think. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, an average episode pulls in about uh, a little over a hundred listens every episode. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad for a, for a little rinky-dink uh, hunk of junk like
1: this. So. Okay, so next year we're <laughs> changing the name of this to uh, Rinky Dink Radio. <laughs> I love that. Rinky Dink Radio. Rinky Dink Radio. <laughs> All
0: right. Anyway, um, what kind of Star Wars stuff did you get up to? I know I know one of the things because we did it yesterday.
1: Um. So I have a friend, his name is Phil, he's a really awesome artist, and he started selling some prints um, of his Star Wars art, so I messaged him, bought two of his prints, it's it's really important that you guys support local artists, also friends of yours that do artwork too, because this guy has been doing crazy beautiful uh, watercolor art, and we've been bugging him for the longest time to start doing comic conventions and all this stuff, and he's kind of starting to really go into it. So... I got a really cool print of Sabine and uh, one of the Night Sisters. Or, no, sorry, not one of the Night Sisters. The uh, Bo Katan. That's who it is. And they're just really, really, really pretty. I'll, I'll post a picture to our uh, Facebook and Instagram page. So if you guys are interested, we can get you uh, in contact with Phil. Um, but aside from that, uh, Josh and I, we went flea market hunting yeah. yesterday at the Alameda Antique Fair, which was. A lot of fun and a lot of sun and a lot of walking. oh yeah I, I got some I got cool a little treasures.
0: crispy um, yeah <laughs> my arms are very much red. Uh, the tops of my ears got burned. that has never happened to me before. Um, <laughs> and then just wait uh, till we
1: get on Batu. then you're really well gonna, I, I'm gonna're gonna, you get you a sun we're, hat. gonna
0: dun- we're gonna be dunking ourselves in uh, in uh, <laughs> sunscreen. Cause I don't, I do not want to go all week like getting sunburned and stuff. And and yeah. to be honest, I didn't get burned that bad. It's it's a little uncomfortable, but it's not as bad as it was like last night. Um, but right now it's fine. It's not too bad. It'll it'll probably be healed in the next day or two. So I'm not too yeah, I'm that's not good. Too Fussed over it. So, but yeah, we went to, um, Alameda F- County Fair. I made out like a friggin' bandit with these famous monsters uh magazines i found two of which are uh star wars issues i've never even seen before um so that was exciting um actually i have them right here i have one that is a bunch of different stuff like uh oh man when was this one published it's number 151 it doesn't have a date on it but it it, it says superman movie at last (laughs) so this is around when superman one was coming out um and also it says lord of the rings exclusive photos but it's like the animated lord of the rings oh man uh and then on the bottom it has like a big banner of a bunch of um star wars figures and it's the scene where the stormtroopers stop uh obi-wan and luke in a new hope and it says star wars contest winners so i'm curious who won this contest they probably got some toys
1: Which, I love the vintage photos of the Star Wars toys. Just seeing them in, like, these bright colors and all that. uh,
0: Yeah, the colors are all off. Like, Luke has, like, a pink shirt. Uh And then Obi-Wan's, like, uh, uh, jacket is green. It's very strange. Um, And I have another one that has Darth Vader's head on it. um, And it's, like, a big issue. Uh, It was published in 1978. Um... And it just says close Encounter, Star Wars, alien invasion, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so, and this one's actually pretty big. Most of them are pretty small. This one's like more akin to like the modern issues that are huge. So, um, but I got a bunch of other ones that are not Star Wars related. But I'm very excited about all that. And the guy who sold them to me gave me a screaming deal. Seriously. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm I'm very very happy with that. And I got to eat tacos. So I was very happy uh yesterday what did you get because the thing you got is super cool
1: yeah so i found actually three things for the same vendor one of them is the uh, empire strikes back official collector's edition magazine from when the movie came out uh 1980 i believe and mm-hmm. it's really cool because it shows it, it gives you a whole synopsis of the movie it has tons of roth Macquarie art and it goes behind the scenes and it's it's in pretty good condition um I'm just going to look forward to reading this because it, it looks, it has so much content and it's fun to read things that came out when the movie first came out because, you know, we we have what, 30 years of, you know, talking about this movie and learning all this stuff versus what was released, you know, a month before or a month after. Yeah, the things
0: that people said about it, like then, or I, yeah, I find that stuff fascinating too, which is again, why I like looking at these magazines because there's like quotes in it from Mm -hmm. people and they they're like totally it's kind of weird like uh now we get all this information like right now you know yeah well back then it was like if you wanted to see star wars like you you couldn't basically like your best bet was to buy like an issue of famous monsters that had stills in it or you had to go out and buy trading cards or like buy a novelization of it or something like that was the only way you got to like kind of re-experience that thing that you saw, and I f- I find that world like fascinating. It's,
1: it's, and it's one of those things where we were never part of it, so we're looking at it from the outside. Like now, anything that's come out since what the the prequels, we you know we can remember how things felt when things came out, and we can remember you know as the information was coming out. But for for us with the original movies, we were never there for that. I mean, we weren't we didn't exist. So it's it's fun right. to be able to look at it from the outside in, in a weird, like, historical way. Yeah. Uh, but aside from that, from the same vendor, I found these two uh, programs, which I don't didn't know what they were, and I've done a little research on them. Um, one of them was for The Empire Strikes Back, and the other was for Return of the Jedi. And they look like program books. Um, and I looked into them a little bit. I'm not sure if they're original or not. They look original, like they have aged and, you know, little things here and there.
0: They look original. They look I'm,
1: original. So yeah. I looked into them. Uh, when Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi came out, they would do uh, early benefit screenings for different hospitals or, around the United States. And the ones that I found were for the uh, Children's Hospital branches uh, in Northern California. So what's, inter- what's really cool is that the Empire Strikes Back one, when you open it up, it lists all the credits. It tells you who did what, who puppeteered what. And it's it's white. It looks really pretty. has lots of nice writing on it. And it's It's a nice piece. The Return of the Jedi, when I opened it up, not only did it have all this information, it had a flyer as a uh, thank you for supporting the uh, Children's Hospital Medical Center in Northern California. It also had a goodie bag with Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker fighting each other. It has the invitation to the event, and it actually has the person's ticket, which was number 590. So, like, this one came with everything. Like, it tells you... On uh, Tuesday, May twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three, they had a champagne reception and a costume contest at seven p.m. <laughs> the film started at eight p.m., and each ticket was only twenty five dollars.
0: I would pay that in a heartbeat now. Right?
1: Uh, definitely. It's and it's really cool because that's this just like kind going of a, to the movies <laughs> it, it, now. Heck yeah! Um, but it's it's interesting to see how they had a costume contest and all this. It you kind of think cosplay as a more recent thing, but I mean it's been going on since you know back then even before then but uh it's it's an interesting little piece of history and it was not bad for three dollars each too so I can't complain um, I'm gonna try to look up some more information and uh, definitely you know I wouldn't mind framing these for now they're gonna be in protective cases in a binder uh, but I want to see if I can find more information because it was a pretty cool find
0: yeah I think it's neat I
1: think you should frame them
0: like with all the stuff display because that would be
1: i think i might because just looking at it i mean the fact that it had the invitation and the ticket yeah and the little bags and the and little bag like it's it's yeah. really cool yeah cool cool
0: um what, el- what else uh did you do anything else or is it just that i don't remember pretty much just that um okay
1: just you know listen to star wars music on the way home from work today nice
0: so I, I have done that before i you're not alone i it's a good it
1: way just to kind of unwind all the tensions yeah. from the day and listen to yoda's theme that that yeah. and uh, the cloud cities music yeah
0: i mean i i listen to star wars music when i'm writing the thing i'm writing yeah um because it helps like kind of put my mind in that space uh and yeah it's very cool um speaking of star wars i actually have a couple more so i am almost done with master and apprentice i blazed through like the last hundred pages of it i think i have 60 pages to go um it's very good i will say it's probably my least favorite of claudia gray's star wars books this is the fourth one but but uh don't take that as me saying it's bad and you shouldn't read it it's very good it's just my least favorite. But uh, if you are into prequel era stuff, you're going to love this book. Um, they do some amazing stuff uh, with Qui-Gon, and they give you a lot of really great context into, like, why he's not super keen on, like, the Jedi Order and, like, the uh, the Council and stuff. It's, it's great. Um, and the back and forth between him and Obi-Wan is Fantastic uh but i'm i'm almost done
1: i'll have to pick it up
0: yeah it's uh it's good read i'm i'm i've been meaning to read it more i just haven't felt like it the last couple days but i'm i might need to just like force myself this week to finish because i want to start reading other things but speaking of other things i did sort of preemptive preemptively start the audiobook for alphabet squadron (laughs) even though i said i wasn't gonna i said i was gonna wait until i finished but i was like i'm close enough I kind of want to listen, but I've only listened to two chapters so far, so I don't even really have a sense of, like, what this is going to be about. But even from, like, the first two chapters, I can tell that this book is something special. Like, there's a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff going on. And, it's, and I love, like, the fighter pilot stuff, and I've been really hankering for, like, a canon sort of rogue squadron thing Mm -hmm. and i mean other than lost stars which is about you know uh two kids who become pilots in the imperial navy and then in the in the uh rebellion respectively like we don't really have pilot stories right now um so this is very much pilot story it's a bit the main character is a woman who was a tie fighter pilot who defects um, after the, I think the battle of Endor and, uh, she gets, I, I, what I think is happening in the first two chapters, she is getting recruited into the new Republic Navy to be, to basically like hunt down this squadron of TIE fighters that is still like hanging on, you know, because at this point, at this point in the story the empire is not really like gone they're still kind of at war even though the new republic exists um so it's very much like uh like the, the opening scene takes place at this base that i can't remember the name of it's something like called like trader's landing or or like, something like that um and it's like uh it's like a camp for uh imperial war prisoners and defectors basically um and it it's just it's really neat i think this book is really neat i think it's going to be something special and i i really want to read more but i'm trying to kind of finish up the other things i'm doing first even though i already kind of started it but um and i'm supposed to have uh friend of the show andrew on at some point when i finish it because he finished it and told me that he has become obsessed with it and uh i was like all right we'll do a spoiler episode once i finish um so hopefully i can finish that soonish and based on like the way the story's kind of setting itself up to be i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna fall in love with this thing but
1: (laughs) we'll see that's good
0: yeah yeah uh, when a book can, like, immediately in the first, you know, like, chapter, be like, ooh, this, I like this. Like, that's unique. That doesn't happen a lot, especially with me. Like, that happened with me in, like, Lost Stars, and this uh, this has definitely done the same thing. So I'm looking forward to getting deeper into it. Um, but I think that's it. Let we, Should we go on to all of our D23 discussion? Definitely. All
1: right. Let's do it.
0: Once again, everyone, you're listening to Long Time Ago Radio, whether you're from the class of 77 or Solo was your first Star Wars film, you're welcome here, and now on with the show. D23, it's happening in two weeks, right? Two weeks, yep. Oh my god, yep. it's coming up, man. I'm so excited. coming up fast. I am so ready for vacation. Anyway, uh, we thought we'd go over all of the panels that you could watch at D23 this year and talk about just some of the other things that we may have heard about. Um, maybe some of the things that are like Star Wars adjacent, but not necessarily about Star Wars. Well, there's going to be if quite a sense?
1: there's going to be quite a few things Star Wars. I know it's Disney, but you also have Marvel and uh, yeah. National Geographic there. But there's there's going to be quite a few uh, Disney th- or sorry Star Wars things to do, see, yeah. and buy.
0: That's right. Um, let's see. First things first.
1: Uh, Want to go through the schedule for uh, Friday, August twenty third.
0: Oh, I just realized you click and ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I am on the Friday, <laughs> August twenty third. I understand how this works now. All right. Um, <clears throat> the first thing I'm seeing is the music and sounds of Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. and that's taking place on the D twenty three Expo Arena stage, and that's from twelve thirty p.m. to one thirty p.m. Um, I imagine that one's going to be kind of like the one they did at Celebration. Um, yeah. Where they just sort of talked about like the the things they were thinking about when they made the land and like all of the you know weird kind of things that went into it. So they'll probably talk about like the theme that uh, was written for it and uh, some of that other stuff. So that'll be neat. Um, I'm trying to see what's next.
1: The next one, which will be at two o'clock on stage twenty eight. Is going to be Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series. This will be our first look at Episode 2 from uh, 2 to 3 p.m. Still need to get an Oculus Quest. So we can do Episode (laughs) 1.
0: Yes, so I can play Episode 1. I've played the demo of Episode 1 at uh, Celebration, but that was it. Mm. Um, And my lord, was it neat? I want to do more, but all right. Uh, after that, they're going to be doing the, and this is what I would call a Star Wars, uh, adjacent one. They're going to be doing the Disney plus showcase from three 30 PM to 5 PM. They're going to break down how the service works. I imagine an, uh, uh, a concrete release date, um, and some other things. We know that it comes out in October because that's when Mandalorian is supposed to, which man, that is closer than, it's coming up it feels it's it's it we're almost there yeah uh but boy that's exciting um but yeah i know mandalorian is supposed to be there i think day one yes so
1: my guess is the same panel
0: yeah so i would imagine I, i know they're gonna mainly be talking about the app and probably just like going over a lot of like the features it has and like things that are coming to it but i'm sure there will be some sort of like show announcements maybe they'll show some mandalorian stuff or something maybe
1: an uh, official trailer we still haven't gotten that yet i really hope they release that footage we saw because it was awesome it was so awesome i'm sure they're going to show something you're looking at august what four months before the app really comes out yeah Yeah, and then also they announced that d23 expo if you're going to be there you'll be able to sign up for something special for disney plus so you can sign up at the convention and you get some sort of either bonus or discount. Um, they haven't fleshed it out quite yet, but doing it there will discount. give you something it's already, extra. It's
0: only like sixty bucks a year. I'm trying to think of like 59. what other discount. Ninety-five. I don't know, yeah. but
1: they did say that if you sign up at D23 Expo when you're there, it, they're going to give something exclusive to the people who are there only. So. you're gonna go stop i I might do that then (laughs) i'm definitely doing it we're gonna sign up anyways might as well do it early and get whatever this extra bonus is yeah Um, i'm sure i'll like it i have a feeling it's probably like a poster or something but early access who knows yeah
0: i mean i yeah i'm i'm probably just gonna pay for like two years up front yeah like (laughs) anyway so All right. Well, moving on to Saturday, August 24th. I don't really see anything that's Star Wars related. Uh, I don't. Although, actually, the Marvel Comics 80th anniversary, they might talk about Star Wars there. Yeah. um, Just because Star Wars has had such an impact on Marvel's history, especially in the 80s and then uh, today. So I... I don't know that I would go to that panel thinking like I'm going to I'm definitely going to get Star Wars stuff here. But that's also going to just be like a cool panel Mm -hmm. to be at because you'll get a lot of like history and stuff. And I'm sure they'll bring it up because it's a huge part of Marvel
1: Comics. So which that's going to be on stage 28 uh, from 530 to 630 p.m. So that's a afternoon evening panel
0: for. Sure. All right. Let's move on over to Sunday, August twenty fifth, last day of the show. I am I don't have a ticket for this day, so I will not be going to any of these panels. But
1: you have two at the start of the day. You have at uh, ten a.m. from ten to eleven on stage twenty eight, the Heroines of Disney Galaxies presented by Buck Lunch, Uh, and then that one should that one should be fun. I feel like it's kind of kind of be like the one that we saw at Star Wars Celebration Florida. Disney Galaxies. What is? I think they're just going to be talking about the female heroines and the characters that you just see within the books, the comic books, oh, okay. the movies and all that. So that one should be fun because they did one of those at, um, star Wars celebration, again, in, in uh, Orlando and Daisy Ridley showed up and they had actually there. They did there, it. And... They did it
0: again this year. Oh, and they? we went, um, they didn't have any, like, they didn't have like Daisy Ridley or anyone, but they had, um, <sighs> Kelly Marie Tran, I think came out and, um, the woman who's playing the character i can't remember the name of she's a new character in rise of skywalker i i forgive me i cannot remember her name but she came out
1: oh yes i remember her yeah
0: yeah um she's the one that like uh you've seen on like the weird horseback with finn Uh uh-huh um yeah her she she was there too uh and then obviously ashley eckstein's always there and then uh vanessa marshall's her name right plays Hera. yes Yes, Vanessa Marshall was there, too. Um, but, yeah, it was it was good. So, yeah, maybe that is what this is. Uh, it's one of those things. Um,
1: we do have then, another adjacent one, too, at, around the same time. We do? We oh, do. The, the, uh, the Disney Parks one? Yeah, the sneak peek Disney Parks experiences and products from 1030 a.m. to 12 p.m. in Hall D23. So it's a long one, and this is one of those panels that gets super full. Uh, we don't know what they're going to say. But there's been rumors that there was a there was supposed to be a third Star Wars attraction in Galaxy's Edge, uh, as well as character dining, and we might even see more information about the Star Wars Hotel from Florida. So there's hmm. there's little things that we might find out. It's not guaranteed, but if you want to learn more about the Disney parks and upcoming attractions, I would go to that panel.
0: Yeah, we haven't heard anything about the Star Wars Hotel in a bit.
1: Yeah, so this might be the, the place to uh, to put it out there
0: yeah um
1: and also
0: uh rise of the resistance will not have been launched or not have come out yet because it doesn't come out in florida till december and then it doesn't come out in anaheim until january yeah so so i'm
1: I'm sure we'll see something for that too
0: yeah all right um next up at 2 p.m on stage 28 is inspiring women behind star wars galaxy's edge uh i don't there's no other details behind that so i'm not totally sure i'm i'm imagining it's like the women who helped work on the actual like park experience yeah um and i know some of them were at the panel for uh at, at celebration so maybe it's those same people and maybe it's a couple others but uh not 100 percent clear um but, I mean, that would be cool if you want to get more information on things in Galaxy's Edge and stuff. Especially if you're visiting to go to Galaxy's Edge.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely want to try to hit that panel after we... Because we'll be there for almost two or three days. I'd like to learn more about the behind the scenes. Because up until now, I've been trying to keep away from any kind of video that talks about how they did stuff. Because there's still certain parts of the land I haven't seen pictures or videos of. Because I want to experience them fresh. So that way, you know... I...
0: Yeah.
1: I've seen a couple
0: pictures, but I... I like cannot even like based on what I've seen, I can't even really like fathom the layout. You know what I mean? Like I can't even really like place in my mind how this whole thing's set up and how all of it works and stuff. But um, just based on what I've been told from people who've gone, it's like it's awesome and they're like, you're going to love it. So I'm very excited to finally see it Um, and hit up the cantina. I need to just keep reminding myself that that's coming up, so we can. <laughs> it's even coming up. I have an alarm on my phone, but
1: it's coming up.
0: So, okay, real quick, I know this isn't part of the show, but I have to do that on. I have to download a, the Disney Parks app. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're gonna want to download. Well, to do your reservations, now that they're allowing you to do them two weeks in advance, you can do your reservations on the Disney Park app, or at least for the uh, Olga's Cantina, you can actually do it on uh, Disneyland.com, the website. So when, how you usually do your reservations for other Disney dining. It's actually one of the options now and you can do it that way too. Uh, just keep in mind that when you're doing reservations for Olga's Cantina, the number of people that you're doing, you're having to put a uh, credit card because if you don't show up, they're gonna charge you $10 person, ten a person. So if you do a reservation for six people and none of you go at your reserve time, they will charge you $60. And when you do your lightsabers, I'm not 100% sure, but I think they automatically charge you the $200 when you make your reservation. That's right. how it, it's that's how it was. It's the
0: Disneyland app?
1: Yes. The Disneyland app, yes. Okay. I'm downloading it right now. And apparently <laughs> they're not making um, all the reservations available two weeks in advance. They're saving a few for the day of. So in case you can't get something, you know, when they first go up, on the morning of the day you're going to the park, uh, they'll have additional hours and times open for you to hop on. Mm-hmm. Also, you need the Disney app, the uh, Disney Play app, if you're gonna do all the fun Galaxy's Edge games.
0: Yes, the Disney Play app is like all of the, all of that stuff, and uh, all of the QR codes, and the and it has some other things on there too. I I saw it's not just Galaxy's Edge. Oh
1: yeah, they have trivia games for when you're standing in line. I mean, there's tons of stuff. There's it's it's a fun yep. app to even play at home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you even play? Like, oh because i guess it just has little games and stuff right yeah
1: there'll be times where we're just sitting there yeah. we just you know disneyland trivia and some of those questions are hard like mm-hmm. oh uh, no no there there's some serious serious trivia in there
0: yeah for sure uh the other thing i, t- I didn't put it in news because it's not that big a deal but i noticed on, i get, apparently on the star wars app they added a um like a racing game like based on star wars resistance that you can play oh that, that sounds, sounds fun like. I was like, I'm going to have to download that app and give it a go. (laughs) Uh, But I haven't done it yet. Maybe while I'm in line. All right. Well, I think that's it for D23 stuff that we know about.
1: There's a few little things that we should mention about the uh, Disney floor. uh, Well, the convention floor. We did mention this earlier. They're going to be bringing back or bringing the Lucasfilm Pavilion. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same thing that we saw at Comic-Con this year. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to want to do that, you're definitely going to want to be you know, walking through that and taking a look at whatever they have on display. In the past, they've had the model for Galaxy's Edge, so who knows, they might bring something new. Uh, Maybe the model for the hotel. Uh, They will also be at the Disney Music Emporium. They're going to have the um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Symphonic Suite on a 12-inch picture disc. So it's a beautiful vinyl with the art printed on it, and you'll be able to get these signed on site starting on uh, Friday, August 23rd. So I might actually go buy one of those. And then Disney is doing the first ever uh, cosplay group photo shoots. So if you're a Star Wars fan and you want to be part of it, they're going to be doing it Friday, August 23rd at 5.15 p.m. And this is going to be at the fountain in front of the Anaheim Convention Center. You will need a badge to attend the photo op. This isn't going to be something like you can, as I say, ghost the photo shoot. You need to have your badge to be able to get into the secured zone to be a part of the photo op. So if you want to mm-hmm. do that, definitely do it. Um, we're probably not going to because we're doing some Haunted Mansion costumes later on. Uh, I think that's Saturday. And I feel like at that same time, I'm going to be in one of those crazy lines for the Disney stores that they have there. But uh, if you want to take some Star Wars pictures, definitely go do that. So it's, it's going to be a fun convention. And just keep in mind, too, that it's a very busy place. Tons to do. If you need to escape from it, there's uh, Trader Sam's. Or any of the other Disney bars, which are always nice just to relax and to eat a mm-hmm. snack. Yes. Bring snacks. Bring snacks, yes. Definitely. Yeah. All right. News time? Let's do it.
0: All right. I have good news for you,
1: my lord. <laughs>
0: Disney Plus, The Mandalorian scoring underway, and the series will be joined by Star Wars Episodes 1 through 7, Rogue One, Rebels, and The Clone Wars on the service. So this comes from Star Wars Newsnet. It says, John Favreau is having a good summer. The filmmaker's latest efforts The Lion King is about to cross the 1 billion mark in just over 10 days, and he has just revealed on Instagram that they are currently scoring his next big project, The Mandalorian. In addition to this, we take a look at what other existing Star Wars content will be joining Star Wars' first live-action series on Disney Plus upon launch this November. Okay, so I was wrong. It's November. That's right. No, because it's like two days after uh, Jedi Fallen Order comes out. That's right. Yeah, I remember. It's the same week. Yeah. Uh, Favreau... My God. Now that I'm thinking about it, November and December are going to be absolutely crazy.
1: You have the release of the last of the trilogy of the Star Wars movies plus new Mandalorian show plus all the merchant. I'm just, I'm concerned about the merchandise <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, Favreau just posted an IG uh, sketch by Dave Filoni on Instagram. Um, and it said that uh, the Mandalorian will have company on Disney plus from other existing star Wars content. The site seen it. Hey, is reporting that <laughs> the following star Wars content will be available on the streaming service upon Launch on November 12th. And these are Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Star Wars episodes one through seven. Not uh, Last Jedi, though, which Mm -hmm. I'm thinking is probably because Netflix is still going to have it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they signed some sort of contract to have that on there for a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, Clone Wars, season season seven to arrive within the first year of launch date TBA. So all of Clone Wars will be available on launch and star wars rebels not resistance yet um very interesting and i wonder if that's just because they need it
1: for disney xd you know yeah i don't know um probably i mean at this point you're gonna start having disney xd having shows you're gonna have disney plus at what point do they start consolidating things too Also, they have Hulu, which Hulu's going to be at D23 Expo too. So it's going to be oh, yeah. three streaming services that have They digital, own four Hulu now. So. Yeah, so I, I feel like within the next year or two, you're going to start seeing hopefully not Hulu and Netflix, but you're going to start seeing other Disney or other streaming services start shutting down to consolidate into one main one. Thank God. Which <laughs> I'm okay with. It's just because yeah, there's like, too many. For a while, everyone was like, oh, I want to be on my own. And, and with k- cable, everything split up by channel now it's more by company so next i'm hoping we see a universal one because my god i would love to have all those horror films and all those i mean i have them i got one. all the
0: blu-rays for 40 bucks and they have all the
1: special dude i watch those that's not all bad the time. i watch we need them to... all the time we need to do a classic movie monster uh i i pitched this i, I know, wanted to I do
0: double <laughs> features and stuff and then yeah we'll do it we'll do it. I, we'll do it i i adore those movies so much they're so fun they're fun. Um. Uh, the article also goes on to mention, this means the only two live-action Star Wars movies not to appear on the surface at launch will be The Last Jedi and Solo, A Star Wars Story, simply because those movies are still fulfilling prior contract commitments to Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I, I, uh, I'm I happy that they got this figured out and, like, all the Star Wars movies are going to be on there.
1: Cause that's, Me too. That's good, even though I own them, you know? Yeah. It's like...
0: No, but it's nice it having...
1: It, sometimes you're just too lazy to get the DVD. And it's like, uh, just just, just push play. Sometimes I don't want to wear out my DVDs.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Star Wars Resistance Season 1 will be available on DVD August 20th. It's already out on digital HD because that's how I buy all these shows. I buy them digitally. Uh, even though I kind of do want to go buy the Rebels Blu-rays at some point. Because I want the commentary and like the... Yeah stuff and I don't you don't get that when you buy it on Amazon. But I wanna watch it like right when it's coming out, so um apparently there's not a Blu-ray for Star Wars Resistance season one. It's coming out August twentieth, so while we're away. Um
1: well if there's a target to... not that far from Disneyland we'll go grab it real quick and then go back into the park.
0: <laughs> just go grab it real quick. we're just gonna go grab this real quick. Uh bonus features path of resistance join supervising director justin ridge and the cast of star wars resistance for a special look at the past present and future of the show cast audio commentaries um on four episodes on the higher world. tower of the classic bibbo and no escape Part two um bonus shorts which i think were all of the ones they released on like youtube um i'm not gonna name all of them because you can just go look at them yep uh, and then Resistance Rewinds, uh, which were the, that's the Star Wars show, right? Those that, are the, the little, final... yeah, the little clips that yeah. they would do.
1: Exactly. Which, um, those are fun. Those were fun to watch while yeah, yeah. watching the show. It, so, it wasn't like Rebels Recon, which I was hoping for, but it was still fun. Yeah. But still,
0: cool. Um, Let's see. Here we go. Fantasy Flight Games Preview the Republic Forces in the Clone Wars Core Set for Star Wars Legion. So, Star Wars Legion is basically Star Wars Warhammer. It's a board game. It's like a, a soldiers on foot tactical uh, kind of board game. The first set they released was like a Battle of Endor set. So it was, you got Vader and you got Luke. Um, and then you got a bunch of like Stormtroopers and then a bunch of Rebel Fighters. Um And like, it was, they were like all based on like the Endor stuff. So all the rebel fighters look like the Endor rebel fighters and all the, a lot of the Stormtroopers are like scout troopers and they're on like the, the hover bikes and stuff. So speeder bikes, this one, sure. Speeder bikes, this one, (laughs) this set is based on the clone wars, which I don't believe was previously in a thing. Um,
1: which can I say really quick, the cover art for this box is awesome
0: it is awesome fantasy flight uh their artists do really awesome star wars stuff you should see all the art on like the star wars destiny cards and stuff they look great oh which we still need to play yes because i've had it for like a year now and haven't even touched it um anyway yeah it's gonna it's going to i'm guessing based on the cover art general grievous I'm trying to look really quick. It has Obi-Wan Kenobi. So it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, General Grievous, and then a bunch of droids and a bunch of clone troopers, basically. So that's cool. Um, And they announced some more, uh, like, special characters because you can buy, like, individual characters. So they're doing a clone Captain Rex, specifically, like, looking like Clone Wars and... um, some other ones, Count Dooku, uh, a couple other things. So that's cool. We still need to play more X Wing. I feel like I haven't played X Wing in a
1: while, and I was thinking about it. Today. We we should play some more. That was a fun game. Yeah. After we after we beat uh, what's the name of the giant game we we're playing? Gloomhaven. After we beat Gloomhaven, we're never gonna
0: we're gonna. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna play it, but Gloomhaven. If you want to finish all, like, if you want to do literally everything, it's like a hundred hours of game in there there's a lot in there uh but we'll play more gloomhaven i want to play the one that i didn't want to that i wanted to buy but i was like i i don't want to buy this until i actually finished gloomhaven was imperial assault
1: that looks fun yeah
0: but then here's the problem though uh but then i realized that like imperial assault like they released the the new they released like a Lord of the Rings version that has an app and everyone's like oh it's better than Imperial Assault cuz it has this app and stuff and it runs it and I'm like well until they re-release Imperial Assault with this app I don't want to buy it cuz like I'd rather go play the Lord of the Rings one with the cool app that like manages all the yeah. stuff you know what I mean yeah um so I don't know we'll see uh anyway last news story John Favreau shares advice George Lucas gave him for The Mandalorian um and this is quote from gq it says we had a long talk with each other uh one thing george said to me was remember john the real audience for all stories and all myths is the kids that are coming of age Uh, and then he continued to say we enjoy the stories as adults but really storytelling is about imparting the wisdom of the previous generations onto the children who are becoming adults and giving them context for how to behave and how to learn the lessons of the past without making the mistakes on their own. Uh, that's the hope, that you can teach them how to avoid all the hardships, but garner all of the wisdom. It's very Cambellian of him. <laughs> uh, so, I,
1: I, I like that. I like that George is still sort of, like, around, you know? It's like Force Ghost uh, Lucas. He's just always there, but he's not really but he's there.
0: Not- But he's not dead.
1: No, but I mean, you know how Obi-Wan Kenobi was just always kind of like, yo, I'm here still. Even Luke Skywalker, after he died, he he says, you know, I'll always be around. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily pulling the strings, but they're influencing the force around the people they're with.
0: Sure. Yeah. But I do like the idea that he's like still kind of like even though he doesn't have like tons of control, like people respect him enough and his work enough that they ask him for advice and like how to keep it very, um, you know, grounded and to the original vision of what he wanted it to be. So I think that's cool. All right, well, shall we talk about the creature of the week? Let's do it. All right. they were no I thought they
1: smelled bad on the outside. <laughs>
0: all right the creature of the week is the sea e e couldn't think of a different name nope uh the sea also known as the binocular fish why isn't it called that uh was a <laughs> was a non-sentient predatory scale fish native to the oceans of the mid-rim planet naboo it was a long thin fish that possessed large blue eyes and a stomach that could be that could descend to accommodate larger meals. With the with these eyes, uh, the sea was capable of binocular vision. The fish also possessed green and yellow scales across the length of its body. This thing looks weird. Yep.
1: That's why I chose it.
0: Yeah. And uh, This is the legends tab. What's the cannon tab?
1: It's still called a sea. Still called a sea. There's not much difference. No. Yeah, not really. To be fair, Shows they never... Shows up in Star Wars Episode one, Phantom Menace. To be fair, they never really went in-depth into the the sea. We just know it's a fish with big ol' eyes, big ol' mouth, and nebu.
0: Yeah. It's just... It's just there. <laughs> and it, it, it appeared in, like, some source books, but that's... That's about it. All right, well... I think that's gonna wrap up the episode this week. Nice, nice short one. Nice, succinct, short episode. Um... If you would like to follow me on Twitter personally, you can do so at the Jawa Josh. Alex, where can they find you?
1: On Instagram, Dapper underscore Fett. And make sure you follow our Instagram at LTA underscore radio dot... Or just that. Just end it at LTA underscore radio <laughs> dot com. Um, yeah. But follow us again, D23 Expo. We're going to be at the convention. We're going to be at Disneyland, Downtown Disney, Trader Sam's. So... Find us, follow us. We're going to be putting things everywhere. We have a, a good amount of stickers we're going to be handing out and hiding around. Same thing with the Pogs. Who knows? We might have some other cool goodies. And if you're there, you know, hit us up. We'd love to meet you and just kind of you know, talk Star Wars because we talk Star Wars with people. Um, so you know, follow us on Instagram. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash longtimeagoradio. We'll be posting information there too. So either one will have our phones with us. Um, just reach out to us. You might get something good
0: yeah um remember to hit up a starwarspodcast.com for more information on the show uh find the show itself on twitter at lta underscore radio and again follow that during d23 and you'll be able to find out where we're giving away all our cool stuff uh patreon you have until august 19th to sign up for the five dollar uh packs to get your pogs and your stickers and other cool things um We'll probably close it the afternoon Pacific time like noonish Pacific time on uh, patreon so we'll remind everyone via social media that that's happening and I think that's it May the Force be with you goodbye everybody see
1: you.